This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute legal, tax, investment, financial, or other advice. It is not intended to cause or induce breach of an existing agency agreement. The goal of this podcast since day one is to provide the best information on the Vancouver real estate market at no cost to you, the listeners. To that end, we'd like to thank the following sponsors. This podcast is sponsored by Marcon, a local family-owned and managed real estate development and construction company that's been around for nearly four decades. Marcon is not only committed to high-quality construction, but it also is making a positive impact in the communities in which it builds all across the Lower Mainland. We want to highlight two incredible Marcon projects. Elmwood, a 38-story tower located at Burquitlam's most important intersection, Como Lake Avenue and Clark Road. This landmark tower will feature 335 condominiums, over 37,000 square feet of office and retail space, and almost 20,000 square feet of amenity space. Elmwood has been incredibly popular with 80% sold currently, but they still have a great selection of junior one-bedroom all the way to three-bedroom homes remaining. Check out markon.ca slash Elmwood for more. And Matt, we are also excited about Sone House, Markon's newest community in West Coquitlam. With 165 homes ranging from junior one beds to three beds, Sone House offers the perfect West Coast aesthetic with a more nuanced Nordic-inspired design. Register today at markon.ca slash Sonehouse. That's S-O-E-N-H-A-U-S. Or you can learn more at markon.ca or follow them at Instagram at markonhomes. Markon, building for life. Hello? 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 This is the Vancouver Weather State Podcast. And welcome back to Vancouver Real Estate Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Scalina. And I'm your other host, Matt Scalina. And Matt, I am excited about today. We've got Mr. Dave Steele. Mr. Dave Steele. This is a very exciting uh, talk for a number of reasons. Yeah. Dave is the CEO of Western Canadian Properties Group. Um, these guys have developed over 100 projects, over 12,000 properties. And right. we're talking about Alberta, the United States, and BC, of course. Well, yeah. And because they, they do projects all over the place, but Dave's out in North Van. So he's, he's intimately familiar with Metro vancouver so it's a good general talk sure. but i mean they're doing a project in langford on on the island right? we'll get it's to that super exciting. yeah yeah let's get to that but one just before this today's conversation with dave is kind of more general because every time we have somebody who reaches this kind of level of real estate developer and investor we want to pick their brain about how well, they yeah got this there, is right? everybody's aspiring to be dave in some way if you're into real estate, you know, I mean, a lot of people have that goal to, to get there in their career or in their investment portfolio. And Dave's done a fantastic job. So we talked to him about the market. We talked to him about investment strategies. Um, you're going to hear where he thinks the opportunities are, um, some of the mistakes he made along the way. So just a fantastic overall conversation with Dave. But part of the reason we wanted to have him on as well is because we had him on our other podcast Vancouver Presale Condos podcast. That's right. Which is also available anywhere where you download or listen to your podcast. But it was a great episode. He's, we had him on talking about the Langford Tower, and maybe we should just quickly recap Langford Tower. Well, this is, you know, we've been excited about projects in the past, but this is a very exciting project for investors. It is. So, and one of the things that's really interesting about Western Canadian Properties Group is they 
tend to focus some of their projects, at least. I'm not sure about all their projects, but they they tend to focus on investors. So what they do is they find find areas that are kind of growing. In this case, the population growth is about five percent a year. Um, they also want to have low vacancy rates. Langford is currently one point five percent, very right. low. Um, and then they also are looking for high household income. So you can get people that can can pay premium rents that are stable and consistent. In this case, at Langford, the household income is $80,000 per year. Yeah, which is higher than Victoria. Yeah, exactly. So these guys are really appealing. They're building a condo building, 123 residential units. Um, this is 20 minutes from downtown Victoria. Really, really exciting, growing, uh, one of the fastest growing, if not the fastest growing municipalities in BC. So it's it's kind of, we've been describing it as Surrey, but $200 a foot cheaper. Yeah. And can I just say one of the really exciting things for a lot of the people that listen to this podcast who are interested in investing potentially, these guys go out and do a lot of the work for you. Well, they right? do. I it, mean, this is basically, they've taken a checklist of what investors generally are looking for. They've found it. And now they're selling 123 units pre-sale, buy-in today. You don't take possession for a couple of years. You let potential appreciation, rents rise, all the positives that come with pre-sales. But it's very, very geared towards investors. Exactly, exactly. And, and it's completing in 2020, so you don't actually have to get your mortgage in place until 2020 or do any work. And in fact, in terms of doing the work, they have a $60 management fee. I love this. I yeah, love this. This, this is, is so a they, property management fee. They build it in. So they put a property management group on site that they work with. And if you want to rent it out, they charge you 60 bucks a month. That doesn't matter if you have a two bed or you're collecting rent of 2100 or whatever you're you're renting your place for. It's straight 60 bucks a month. That's that's unbelievable. And and that's called worry-free. That is worry-free. Well, nothing's worry-free, Matt. Especially if you got your uh flight yeah. or fight <laughs> problems. <laughs> uh, uh, anyways, but here let's uh, let's let's uh, before we cut to our interview with Dave Steele, what's what's new with you? Well, what's new with me? I'm sitting in a brand new podcast studio. God, this place is beautiful. We are at Maine and 14th. It's all it's the, all context related because whoever's been in the old podcast studio, this is very beautiful compared. Well, hey, this is uh, this is a real. Le- I'm leveling up in terms yeah. of my. Uh, I I mean I you know. For the past 10 years, we've always lived in places either under renovation or about to be under renovation. It's the so nature it's of the a, business. It is the nature of the business. But in this case, uh, this is one of the nicest places I think I've ever lived in. That's right. And and you should say it's because your house is going under yeah. major... Just well, you're going note, under tarps. Took, took a bath this week. <laughs> First bath I've been able to take in years. So well, it's amazing when you can say some candles. Hey, all these all these plates and glasses are clean because the dishwasher actually functions. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and it's great to be back uh, in Mount Pleasant. We lived in both of us have lived in Mount Pleasant. We're we huge have, fans yeah. of the Main Street corridor, and now I'm back at Maine and Fourteenth, which a lot's uh, changed. And man, this feels like as vibrant as Kits in the height of. Kits, kits day yeah um which uh it, it's in the height un- of kits that was 69 i think <laughs> yeah, i don't know when the height of kits would have been but yeah. i remember kits being a lot more happening than kits seems to seems to be now, a lot maybe. of the energy's kind of moved towards mount pleasant it has and you know what i i was here for a week in july uh for some renovation reasons of my own and um you know what it, it felt like yale town to me i mean we work in yale town and and 
Maine and 12th is where I was staying, two yeah. blocks away from here. And it kind of felt, had a Yale Town vibe. It's it almost crazy feels how, like, yeah, like mainland or Hamilton Yale Town. How right? quickly like, Mount Pleasant has transformed, that's for sure. It's, well, it's yeah, and incredible. I, I think at 14th, too, you're right by a lot of great restaurants. You're also right by that Starbucks, which is like a full city block and yeah. has a nightclub attached to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and only so, serves like cold brew. I don't, yeah. I don't even, I, I don't know. The a lot of it's on of, tap. I'm not yeah. sure what even that means, yeah. but it's, uh, it's impressive. It is. It is impressive. So yeah, it's it's great to be back in the in the neighborhood. Obviously, we just uh, we're lifting our house in Strathcona, so we're about probably the fourth or fifth house that's going to be on stilts in our immediate area. <laughs> Throw your house on deep dish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's up on stilts. We're going to be we're we're excavating, and actually, um, an added cost that we didn't really predict is, and I'm sure there's people out there that have been through this, but this was my failing. I thought the uh, uh, stucco on the exterior predated 1930 just because of how it looked. It was like that really old. Well, and your house is what, from 1912, 1908? 1908. 1908. Um, and I figured at some point uh, they, they had done the, um, basically they, they there's like nine layers of exterior on this house. Right. Um, and, the, and the latest is kind of a vinyl siding. Yeah. So we peeled back the vinyl siding. We had, uh, for any time you you demo a house a lot of people will know you got to go through the work safe bc guidelines where they right. we test all the hazardous materials so of course um this stucco on this it turns out it's it was later and it did have asbestos so now we're doing the whole abatement which is a which is a huge huge process well i remember and when it's, it's not cheap yeah it's not cheap and yeah when you got the news i think that was last week like that's yeah, that's like an anxiety-producing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. That was, Anyways, that wasn't got a it. good day. We've got it under control. Uh, we're going to Dave Matthews bend uh, the asbestos into uh, English Bay. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. A, a reference to them dumping out their bathroom over a bridge on their tour bus. Am I right? That was a uh, that was a, that was, that was a, a long time. Ago. That was a long time. No, absolutely not. We got the we got the correct abatement. We got the correct abatement process going on, and uh, and what we're thinking about doing is we're now. So check this out. This is kind of the exciting point. Um, we peeled back. We we took about a foot off. We had the company do it, and the original bevel siding of the house is in like really looks to be in like meticulous condition. This is essentially like you pulled up the carpets and found pristine hardwood underneath. Yeah, except the hardwood's on the outside of your house. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. gonna look amazing when it's finished. I, I hope it's gonna look amazing when it's finished. We got to still coordinate how that's gonna work with uh, with the city and everything else. But it was kind of an exciting. F- fine because not only we might actually save some money but also uh if we're gonna actually bring it back to its uh natural glory it's original 1908 state yeah which is super exciting so probably no with kidding. a paint job and everything else but so uh, stay tuned for that yeah stay tuned for that but do we have anything else matt before we get to our interview with dave here i don't think so let's cut to the interview it's a good one i wasn't there but it's a fantastic interview so stay tuned for that for sure enjoy Okay, so we're here with Dave Steele, CEO of Western Canadian Properties Group. How are you doing, Dave? Awesome. How are you? Not too bad. Thanks for taking the time this morning. I know it's uh, it's just after 7.30, so an early recording. Awesome. Dave, um, part of the reason we wanted to have you on is uh, we know that Western Canadian Properties Group, you guys have developed over 
12,000 properties throughout Canada. Uh, you work with a lot of investors. And really, we wanted to kind of have you on just to, to chat about your start and uh, your career throughout um, throughout Vancouver and, and uh, the other provinces in real estate. Can you maybe start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thanks, Adam. Um, I've been doing this for about 30 years. Uh, over the last 30 years, we've worked with a lot of individual investors and bought investment properties uh, in just about every province in Canada and most of the Western states in the U.S. And um, we've helped investors buy you know, close to $2 billion worth of real estate that they've put into their portfolio. Uh, and just a lot of people who've looked to own real estate and have somebody else rent it from them and you know, build that passive income. So that over time, the, the the tenant pays down your mortgage, and right. you end up with a you end up with an income from owning all these different properties. Wow! So, how Dave did you get your start then in real estate? Uh, kind of funny. I was uh, I got my start about thirty years ago in Calgary. Um, we were buying old apartment buildings. Uh, you know, you think about it today; those old apartment buildings we were buying for uh, twenty five thousand dollars a suite. Wow! It sounds like my my parents used to say to me. <laughs> You know, you, the good old days. Right. But we'd buy them. You know, we'd buy them. We'd fix them up. We had sort of a good formula for buying them and fixing them up. And then uh, and then over time, we just um, you know, we, we found individual in- investors that uh, that wanted to uh, participate with us. Um, so we would you know, we would develop buildings where uh, lots of those investors would come in and take advantage of, uh, you know, the really good growing markets, the, the markets where lots of people are moving to and jobs are being created. And those tended to be the markets where over the years, our investors have done the best. Mm-hmm. I'm always interested. So were you act, did you just have like a, a natural interest in real estate when you were younger, starting out? Or were you, uh, was it more so that you might have had a friend in the industry? Uh, I had a, par- a partner and I, and basically one day we just kind of got a bee in our bonnet that we wanted to buy properties. And so we just you know, kind of just start driving around and looking and understanding it. And I think, you know, I think it's like anything, um, you know, you just, you, you know, we kind of got educated on it. And once we got educated, we, we started talking. And one thing that really struck me is I, I started to run into very early a lot of people who, you know, had, you know, had careers and, you know, but over the years they would bought real estate and, when they started telling me just how much the properties had gone up in value. And, you know, one of the things today is we all think, oh, the property's this price, it's not going to go up. But, you know, if, if you follow real estate, it typically over time just keeps going up and up and up. And so the people that were able, that I ran into very early on, they were able to buy, you know, one, two, three, five, ten of these properties. And that's how they, you know, even though they, you know, they maybe didn't have a job that made them the most amount of money, they had, you know, very, very good lifestyles because they, they built up such a good real estate portfolio. Mm-hmm. And so are you still, um, are you still active in Calgary? Uh, not as active in Calgary. Um, you know, we've been developing, uh, developing a lot of stuff down in the States, uh, throughout the lower mainland, um, and on Vancouver Island. Uh, and for the last few years, we developed a lot of investment properties and a lot of, um, a lot of residential properties up in Northeast BC, up in Fort St. John and Dawson Creek. So, right. you know, we sort of, again, follow the markets where there's a good growth of people going um, because there's jobs being created. Right, right. Well, we have a lot of people that listen to the podcast, kind of ma and pa investors, um, also people that are kind of looking to get into real estate investing. Do you have any advice for aspiring real estate moguls? 
you know, just do it. Uh, you know, more than anything, you know, you, I watch all, you know, I watch people analyze and analyze, uh, you know, and then you say, how did you know, people say, to me, well, how'd you get started? How do the young people get in the market? You know, and whether it's, you know, borrowing the down payment from your parents, whether it's, um, you know, whether it's finding a partner to go in on a property. I mean, there's just so many creative solutions for people to do it. And, and, you know, the, the difference between the people who end up buying the properties and don't is just the people that do just find a way to do it. Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's almost like the, um, uh, paralysis through waiting and analyzing that, that keeps yeah, a lot of people out of the market. Right. Absolutely. And so, you know, and again, and I think it's also, I think it's also really important to find a couple people that have done it and walk through and understand some of the differences of what they did and why, um, you know, what, what really made it work for them. Right. And are, do you live in Vancouver now, Dave, or where, where are you? Live in North Van- no, I live in North Vancouver for the last 25 years. Okay. Fantastic. How about for young people? Cause I mean, one of the, the challenging things in our marketplace obviously is it's a, it's a high priced for entry. And we obviously have a lot of millennials that are looking to kind of find their birth, first place. What are your thoughts? And do you have any advice for millennials trying to get into the market? Well, I mean, I think everyone, people really need to understand that, you know, particularly in Vancouver, the city has been designed, the city has been designed and they built the infrastructure that, you know, the more affordable is the further out that you go. So, you know, if you look at, you know, Surrey and New West and these areas that are really developing today, they're developing today because, because people are, they're building the infrastructure and they're building the sky trains, you know, to, to move people in and out and, you know, I don't see downtown Vancouver over time getting any cheaper. Um, and so it's really it's really just about looking at these high growth areas that are going to be developed and taking advantage of where you can where you can get in. That's potentially more affordable. Uh, and, and it may you know, it may be a little bit further out of out of what some people's comfort zone was five years ago. But, you know, it, that, I think that's really where the growth in 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 almost every city now, these high growth cities, that's really where the growth is going to come. And it's interesting because, I mean, we have a lot of clients that over the years have purchased further out than where they where they had hoped to be and have just had to climb through the market, you know, through through being very strategic and kind of finding their way back to Vancouver. Right. And I mean, the other side of it is you've also got this you've got these two demographics happening. You've got all the young people coming in that want to buy condos. And now you're starting to get the people like my age group, I'm 58. You get the people, my age group that are saying, Hey, I'm getting, you know, I'm getting out of my bigger home and I'm getting into the condo market. So you've got, you, you've got both of these groups now sort of downsizing to condos and townhomes. Um, so, you know, it's, it's, I, again, I think that's why you're seeing such a pressure on, on the condo market and right. you know exactly like you said it's it's it is pushing some people further out than than maybe they like to be but um you know what blows me away is a lot of people when they see that they won't go to the next step of going and looking and understanding those markets they just go no i i'm going to stay renting and i don't want to be in that market right um so, so maybe keeping in that same vein are, are there are there areas that you're really excited about right now well, hundred percent. I mean, we're we really believe in in targeting the markets where there's job growth. Uh, outside of Victoria, we really like Langford. We're building right now a project outside of, of uh, Victoria in Langford, BC. Um, we have a piece of property that we're developing, going through the process in Surrey. 
Um, and again, both those markets fit all the same things. Um, very strong rental markets. And, uh, you know, the, the, I, I don't see anything but the rental rates rising over time. I think there's, you know, as long as 35,000 people keep moving to Vancouver, um, you're going to see the pressure and, the, and a continued upward pressure on rental rates. Um, and so, you know, what I look for is the market where there's affordability, there's a big demand for new product, um, and it's affordable enough that that people are, are going to want to participate in that market uh, and become a homeowner as well as uh, investors participating. So it sounds like then in in the Victoria area you're you're interested in in Langford and and we actually we're going to have you on our our other podcast the Vancouver Presale Condos podcast um to talk more about that project but it, are there any like what about Vancouver specifically or greater Vancouver are there any areas you're you're pretty passionate about Well I don't I, I mean I love North Vancouver I think uh you know I think North Vancouver's you know going to see a lot of growth um, I don't honestly understand the downtown market of Vancouver, so I don't don't really speak to that. But, you know, it's very obvious when you look and you go, I mean, we spend a lot of time looking at sites and buying properties. And when you do that, it seems to me that it's very obvious that the market's like, you know, the market's like Burnaby, the market's like New West, the market's like Langley and Surrey. Um, you know, it, it's very obvious that you know, just take a look at Surrey. They've spent, you know, 10 or $12 billion building the infrastructure in Surrey, um, you know, to get the SkyTrain so you can jump on a SkyTrain and be downtown in 30 minutes. So they've got the SkyTrain, they've got the library, they've got the city hall there. And, and, you know, to see Surrey, that's going to grow by 300,000 people over the next 20 or 30 years. Um, you know, it's just thousand people a month moving into Surrey. It's just very obvious that, that the, that that is going to be one of the high growth areas of of BC, right? So you know what I always say to people: first thing you do if you're looking at buying real estate, just just go pull the stats on what the top uh, municipalities are that are growing, um, that have been growing, and look to see where that trend is going to continue. Um, because you know it's no surprise when you look and see the big employers. Um, you know, it's over 30% of all the industrial land in Vancouver is out in Surrey. So, you know, if I'm someone new who's looking at opening up a warehouse or developing some some industrial property, you know, there's a very good chance I'm doing it in Surrey. And if I'm doing it in Surrey, there's a very good chance that a lot of people are moving there as well. So, so it's, you know, it's really about just, you know, understanding a few of the key metrics and then figuring out how you take advantage of it. That's fantastic advice. And so when you actually go into an investment, so clearly you're looking for population growth, you're looking for job creation. Are there any other metrics that you're kind of looking at? A big one for us is affordability because, um, you know, when when investors look to buy, um, you know, there's certainly investors that have, you know, lots and lots of money and, and you know, they don't really, you know, but it's a fairly small group that look to say, I don't really care what the cash flow looks like. So mm-hmm. the affordability is key because, you know, what you've got to be able to find is that relationship between what you can buy and what it will rent for. Right. And if you get the explosive growth areas, what you're going to get is you're going to look at what today's rents are. And as a general rule, you're going to see rents in two, three, five years from now, you know, significantly higher than what they are today. And, you know, I think if you go and talk to people that have bought investment properties all over the lower mainland five years ago, 
forget what the prices have done. Ask people how much the rents have gone up. And I think that to me is a it's an indicator for the future, just how significant you I think you're going to see the rental the rental rates go up. Right. And I mean, we've we've had many conversations on this podcast about rents actually being quite low in Vancouver based on, you know, other metropolitan cities. Um, And it seems actually like greater Vancouver now, the rents are kind of catching up to the core um, in a surprising way over the last few years. Well, you know, recent report out says we're going to see five dollars a square foot in downtown Vancouver. Wow. So that takes a, you know, that takes a 500 square foot unit, one bedroom, and that makes it $2,500. You know, is, are they right? They're, you know, pretty reputable downtown, big commercial real estate company. And, you know, again, they believe that the, the cities and the municipalities aren't approving projects at a speed that's fast enough to add enough product that, you know, at some point here, if the, if the number of people keep moving in, into this, into Vancouver, um, you, you know, this, the housing crisis doesn't, doesn't get any better. So Dave, maybe switching gears here a bit. Um, we've obviously had a very explosive, uh, past four or five years here in Vancouver, specifically in the condo and townhouse market. Did, did you anticipate this, this explosion of, of interest in greater Vancouver? And did you think it would, it would move at the clip that it, that it did? Gosh, you know, I don't think anybody could have, um, you know, certainly it's, uh, you know, you just, you just sit here. I think it's a, it's back to a little bit more normal. Um, but you know, I, I don't, honestly, I don't think, I don't think very many people did foresee it. Um, you know, again, I, you know, I think, I think we're taking a bit of a breather in some of these markets or, you know, it's the, the market's taking, taking, catching its breath. But, um, you know, the, the challenge is, is that if, if, if a number of the projects that are in the books go on hold or slow down, you know, it, it doesn't, it doesn't solve, it makes the housing crisis that everybody's trying to solve much harder to solve because the only way you're really going to solve the housing crisis is to add more product. And and are you seeing challenges firsthand as a, as a developer in, in greater Vancouver that, I mean, is it, is it a, what's the climate like for, for developers right now? Well, you know, things take things take longer than you expect. The prices are, you know, they're higher. Things are more expensive to build, um, you know, but at the end of the day, there's, you know, there's again in the affordable markets, there's just very, very high demand for, uh, you know, for being able to uh, for the product. Right. And I, you know, again, even though even though I think the media would lead you to believe that there's a bit of a that there's a bit of a slowdown, I don't. You know, certainly, certainly, what what we're seeing and the people we talk to in, in the affordable end of the market, there really isn't. Um, you know, there really isn't a lot of the millennials that that even wanted to buy in some of the markets that that have that have the cash. Uh, a lot of them are are looking to buy, and they're buying in, in some of the, the higher growth out exterior markets, um, even though they you know, and they may continue renting in the market they're living in. But own the own the rental property outside of uh, you know in one of the in one of the markets further out than they want to be. Sure, just trying to basically get a get a foothold in the market. Then absolutely. So so Dave, you've in the past thirty years you've you've seen markets come and go, and you've uh, probably uh, been in been in uh, some fantastic markets and uh, some softer markets. Uh, it sounds, I mean, right now we're seeing a bit of a slowdown, like you said. I mean, the market seems to be catching its breath. What what do you think uh, the balance of 2018 looks like 
uh, you know, maybe for Vancouver and for greater Vancouver. Um, and then also, what do you anticipate for the next uh, three, three to five years here? Yeah, I mean, I, I can't really speak to the more expensive product. I will, from my experience and what I'm seeing is the affordable products and the good, the good, exter- the good markets with the affordable product. Um, I think there just seems to be, you know, there seems to be lots and lots of demand. Um, you know, a lot of people are looking to get in. Um, you know, I don't, I, I don't think that there's, I don't think there's going to be too much of a change in that market. Um, and, you know, again, I think that the, the real question anyone should ask themselves if they're looking to buy is, you know, what drives this market is 35 to 40,000 people a year migrating into Vancouver. And it drives the same thing in the markets in Victoria. It drives the same things in the Okanagan. So if if you're looking at those markets and you don't you, and you don't see a big change in the in migration pattern, then you know there might be there might be a few months or there might be a period of time where the demand isn't that strong. But lo- but over the long term, um, that demand is has to go somewhere. And uh, you know they're they're not building enough both in rental product and otherwise. Um, if, if we continue to get the in-migration numbers. And, you know, most of the stats I look at, most of the people I talk to, those in-migration numbers are not going to change significantly over the next several years. Excellent. Well, maybe we'll leave it there. Dave, we got this uh, quick section called the Five Wire, Five Quick Questions About Vancouver. Can you stick around for that? You betcha. Great. So question number one, favorite neighborhood? Uh, Edgemont Village. Oh, that's a good one. We haven't had that before. Um, are you, are you actually, are you out there in Edgemont village? Is that where I you am? Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Um, what is your favorite bar or restaurant? Uh, tap and barrel foot of Lonsdale. Perfect. Well, this is the North van theme, I think here. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, downtown penthouse or West side mansion? Uh, West side mansion. All right. The first place that you bring someone from out of town? Uh, Stanley park. Stanley Park, very nice. Um, and last thing, uh, is there something that you've purchased for under $500 in the past year or so that's had a major impact on your life? So this could be an album, a gadget, a book, a service of some kind. Uh, I've become a minimalist, so I don't really purchase things, so I'd have to really dig deep for that one. <laughs> not, nothing that jumps out. Okay, great. Well, we'll leave it there. But uh, Dave, how can people find out more about you and about Western Canadian Properties Group? Uh, They could give us a call at uh, 604-789-5524 or come to our website, uh, wcpg.ca. Okay, fantastic. Well, thanks again for your time. Awesome. Thanks, Adam. So there you have it, folks, our discussion with Dave Steele, CEO of the Western Canadian Properties Group. Really enjoyed having Dave on the program, Matt. Uh, super f- fascinating guy. Yeah. Uh, really interesting business model. And they're doing neat. Like, I, this is a, a developer that I just want to be on their list in terms of what's coming because you're right. They kind of they take the pain point uh, for investors out of the equation. I mean, granted, you know, it's, it's part of their business model, but they're finding great sites they're finding up and coming cities they're they're making it super easy on investors and uh, they have that extra value add there right the totally i mean it's it's an exciting way to do business and dave's a really bright guy so that was a that was a great conversation and we should say 
if you're interested in learning more about this tower out in Langford, right. get in touch because we're talking, the the turnover here is pretty quick. They're starting sales very soon. We got to get on it. Yeah. And so we got great access through Dave. For sure. And uh, and we should also say, I mean, the reason we're, we're pitching this project uh, is because we do get that question all the time. I mean, we have so many people get in touch and say, Look, we want to acquire more doors. We want to we want to get our uh, uh, we want to get that passive income. We want to build up equity in a rental property, and it's it's part of people's long term goals, right? Financial goals. So 100%. I mean, if you if you are looking, I mean, it's it's a very reasonable starting price point in the mid two hundreds, and it's something that people have been asking for. So hey, look, there here it is. There it is. So go over to VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com and sign up, and we'll get in touch and get you more information on that project for sure. What else do we got, Adam? Matt, we've got private client services. And uh, if you are not using PCS, you are standing still while the rest of us power walk by. This is a service we have on our website. You get sold prices. You get realtor-level information, days on market. It's the best research tool out there. You, you build your own criteria. It's integrated with Google Maps. Yeah. It's uh, Street View. It's fantastic. Absolutely. If you are not using PCS to search for real estate in Vancouver, you are doing it wrong. But we also have that mobile app, Matt. We do. You know what? If you're looking for real estate on the go... This is the app for you. Yeah, so picture this, Matt. You're, uh, it's a typical Friday night in your household. You're um, on a tightrope at English Bay with yep. your devil sticks, um, <laughs> entertaining for the masses. Yep. And you glance up, you see this building. It's got a rooftop deck with a massive tree sticking out of the I'm top. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. Is there anything for sale in there? Well, I don't know. We, we definitely know who owns the Pentos. It's Dave Matthews, of yeah. course. Um, is it Dave Matthews? No, I, I've always heard it's Ben Harper. No, it's, it's clearly Eagle Eye Cherry. And uh, you go like Cherry is the one of it's, those it's three that, that definitely doesn't own that Pentos. It's that nineties wealth. These these those musicians are all doing <laughs> exceptionally well today. Uh, anyways, you can point your cell phone and get listings in that building right away. And who knows? You maybe that pen, maybe no, maybe that Pentos is for sale. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, we also have the Live Wire. That's right. What is the Live Wire? Live Wire is our weekly email update with tips, tricks. Deal of the month. Right now, we have a fantastic deal of the month. We do. That you're not seeing if you're not subscribed to the Live Wire. So go over to VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com. For sure, that's also today. where you're going to see your pocket listings, which we often uh, we often advertise pocket listings. Pocket listing stuff that is not on MLS for sure. And last but not least, it is now September. That's uh, right. Just, Labor Day is done. We're yeah. back to school. So not only no longer no more white pants, which. Uh, crazy i've never seen you in white pants but you're this is the only day this is the yesterday was the last day you could have worn. as i put them on i thought to myself am i allowed to wear these white pants and you didn't check with anyone you just came came to work um anyways uh yeah no more white pants but also everyone's gearing up for real estate here and i think uh, the market's going to pick up in the next couple weeks with the fall market starting so if you are interested in listing your property with scalina real estate get in touch for a custom marketing plan and we'll also do a market analysis for you to give you a sense of where your property is valued yeah we'd love to work with you so get in touch you can always reach me at 778-847-2854 or matt at vancouverrealestatepodcast.com or you adam or you can try me at 778-866-4574 or adam at vancouverrealestatepodcast.com and if you're looking for both of us, info at VancouverRealEstatePodcast.com. Nonpartisan. Don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Have a great week, guys. We'll see you next time. Take care. You've got your ball. You've got your chain. Tied to me. Tied, tied. We are bugging. Who's got the claws in you, my friend? Into your heart. 
Hey everyone, pardon the interruption. We just want to take a quick minute to thank the following sponsors who make this show possible. We want to take a minute to tell you about Holy House, a nonprofit organization that provides community building programs and tenant support services to low-income seniors, veterans, families, and vulnerable residents in the downtown east side and across the lower mainland. Melissa from our team has been volunteering at Holy House. Melissa, what's been your experience? Honestly, it's been so fulfilling just to spend a few hours a week in the community and watch how the staff really transforms these vulnerable communities from the inside out, starting with just small things, right? Playing games, drinking coffee, having some simple conversations that you wouldn't necessarily think are super fulfilling. And you come out just feeling like you've really made an impact and connected with the community. And you've been to multiple buildings, but you're playing games, drinking coffee. Yeah, you know, serving food sometimes. And you made some friends along the and way. I've made some friends along the way. It's really helped me be more present, actually, in those moments of just, you know, realizing how simple life can be to make an impact, right? Fantastic. And if you want to learn more, you can definitely check out Jenny Conkin, co-founder of Holy House, who is a past guest fan favorite on the show, or head over to holyhouse.ca where you can donate or volunteer, and they're looking for both donations, and they definitely like volunteers. That's holyhouse.ca. Vancouver needs your help. Be part of the solution. We are also sponsored by Oakland Realty. This is our real estate brokerage, best brokerage in the city, hands down. If you are in the industry, a new agent, an aspiring agent, somebody just looking to make a change, new culture, new energy, new resources, head over to oakland.com slash join, type in VRP 2020. That's oakland.com slash join, type in VRP 2020. Not only do you get to meet Michael Morgan and the gang, the big wigs over at Oakland, you get a huge incentive for first going to oakland.com slash join, typing in VRP 2020. <laughs> 